Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. I want my land. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and together? you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Yes, that's right. You're on 3CR with Annie on Showreel, our look at the Australian film industry. And I've got lots of things to tell you before I uh, play my little chat with Kate Shortland. Her latest film, The Berlin Syndrome, is on at the moment. She's only made three films, major features, and each of them have been hot little numbers. And The Berlin Syndrome is a no different. It's a film about, uh, it dissects the, uh, uh, I'd have to say, the uh, extreme versions of uh, abusive relationship. Uh, it's, but it has uh, interest in particular because it uh, goes through every element that is related to societal belief about uh, uh, abuse and its various uh, Elements and how different people are related to that sort of process of uh, abuse. It's quite an amazing film. But anyway, we'll t- I talked to Kate Shortland about this film and uh, you will get to hear what she had to say about the making of her film. But before we do, I've got a couple of things to offer you. One of them is uh, this thing that's going on tomorrow night. It's a ceremony and gala dinner. I've got a couple of double passes to this. I might sound like a strange thing to offer you, but it's uh, really quite an interesting thing. It's the annual Australian Directors Guild Awards, and uh, they're a peer-judged award for directors. And these prestigious awards cover the breadth of screen directing with categories across feature film, documentary, television, subscription, video, on-demand, commercial, short film, animation, online and music video. So it's the right across the board. And as it says, it's the only peer-judged award for Australian directors. That's the ADG Awards Ceremony, and uh, which is going to happen tomorrow, Friday the 5th of May, at uh, the, um, at the uh, Sovitel. So it's a dress-up affair. It's uh, uh, at the Sovitel Melbourne on Collins, and it's uh, it's drinks at five, and uh, a, a, the award ceremony at six. So if you're interested in dressing up, going to the Sovitel tomorrow, and uh, uh, rubbing shoulders with some of Australia's uh, best directors. 
then give us a call on 94198377 and put your name down. Hi, my name is Rolf de Heer. I don't live in Melbourne. I live across the water in Tasmania. But if I did live in Melbourne, my number one radio station would be 3CR because it's about community and community matters. Rolf is right. Community does matter. And uh, coming up uh, during June 5 to 18, the 5th to the 18th, is 3CR's Radiothon. It's a radio for change. Save up your pennies. Be part of it. And uh, back showreel for another year. But before we get on to that sort of palaver, let's listen to my first part of the chat I had with Kate Shortland, whose latest film, The Berlin Syndrome, is showing at the moment at Nova. Really worth seeing. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, oh, congratulations on your film. I think it's a really uh, resounding success. I wanted to know if, uh, firstly, one of the things that I got out of it was that it was almost like dissecting an abusive relationship, but from a female point of view and in a, in a intensely personal fashion, but also in a metaphorical fashion. Yeah, I suppose. I had to look at it from the inside out. So I had to sort of take off um, my political, um, any political agenda or anything like that and just really try and imagine um, what it would be like for both of the characters to be in that relationship. And um, that really helped both the... Um, cinematographer and myself just in the way we um, created scenes and the way we, the truth that we wanted to get out of it. Yeah, it's really interesting because uh, there's lovely touches, uh, detail as well as uh, vista involved in the creation of your film. Yeah, I think I'm always, I really love the specifics and the details and what people see and what they feel and um I was really lucky because I was collaborating with Jermaine McNicking, who was the DP, and he has a history in documentary. So um, he also goes for this really human, intimate feel. So yeah, it was it, it was a really um, it was hard it was hard to shoot the film, but it was also a really exciting process. I bet you it was. Uh, really fine actors too. But can I go back again to that thing that I opened with, which was that what I found really interesting is that, I mean, this is an extreme story and it's been taken from a book that's already been established and done very well. Uh, but even though it's extreme, every element in this story of uh, this created relationship could be said to have have people experienced it in personal relationships all the time, in a less extreme manner. That's why it's so informative. Yeah, I find it yeah. really informative. Like none of us, um, none of us ever feel that we are about to be attacked or um, are assaulted. I think women do at times. I think I have when I've been by myself at night in a city 
um, or even in a you know suburban street, and 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 you just have this feeling as women. I think people of colour often feel that. I think we take I take it for granted as a white person that I can sort of fit in in Australia. But I think if you if you have dark skin here, you would feel that. So, um, but most of our lives as sort of middle class white people, you just don't expect it, and. I think when it happens, it's such a shock and such a. I don't think I don't think we know how to react. I think the thing um, Teresa and I spoke about was it was just so hard for her to imagine as a person that she could try and inflict pain on him to get out. Yeah, interesting. Because because she would never in her life have ever hit anybody. But also the you know, so, yeah. Also so the sort of psychologically, we're just not um, attuned to violence, except on our screens or um, watching the SBS TV or you know, like the news or something. Yeah, well, it's interesting because uh, it starts with her becoming completely isolated. But the thing that I found fascinating is that all the things that were good, i.e., she wanted to explore the world, was turned against her. And that thing about yeah. uh, why why did you choose me? That sort of thing. It's fascinating because this is how abuse is brought to bear on the individual that it it, it happens to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been watching. Um, uh, I think it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Big Little Lies. Yeah. Um, and I, I've found that the portrayal of the. Um, the, the Nicole Kidman character, that domestic violence situation, was also really interesting because it wasn't it wasn't what I had imagined. And I just think I think it happens all around us, but we are so unaware of it, and people are really ashamed to speak out. Yeah, that's right, and that's why I think this film's so compelling. Um, you have got very fine actors involved in this. Uh, Teresa Palmer, and it's funny, you know, because I saw her most recently in uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice and I was so surprised by the... It was a very ordinary film, really, that I looked her up and I was thinking, oh, I know who that person is because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's really... Um, she's really great in this film and I hope that it opens up a lot of... Um, tougher roles for her and, and roles where she can really show the breadth of her talent because she really has a lot inside her but has been cast in roles for the way she looks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, I, I also found her history showing people interesting. that she's more than that. Yeah, her history is interesting. It's atypical for a person who's become quite successful. She is. Yeah, yeah, no, the, uh, her background is kind of more normal than you'd ever expect, <laughs> you know, with a fractured family and uh, all the rest of it. Anyway, it's quite interesting to me that she's done so well because she obviously is an incredibly good actor. Um, the, this is an adaptation of a book. This is the second time you've done an adaptation of a book. How's that, how does that work for you? I think... It's easier in some ways to do an adaptation um, because you always have this Bible, you always have this thing that you come back to and you can really look at the book and think what is the essence of the story, what 
what do we have to hold on to and what do we springboard off from and um, and what and what is what is it going to give us to create and sometimes you create and then you realize you need to go back to the book so it's always great to have a book um, I think at the moment I'm working I'm working on something where we're just creating and creating and creating from scratch and um, <clears throat> it's liberating but it's it's um it's also it's quite tough as well I, I don't know I love writing I love the process of writing um, although you know like most people I really wrestle with it but I think what Melanie did with this was so intimate and um, non-judgmental and I think that was kind of a gift as a filmmaker yeah 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 I'd say so too did you did have you has she seen the film what's her reaction Yes, she has. I mean, the, the film is far more um, genre than the book. The book was very internal. And, um, of course, when you put that into cinema, it's going to change quite a bit. And also, Sean Grant, who was um, the writer, he added a lot of genre elements to it. So it's quite different to the book. But I think what it remains is the idea of this kind of suburban Australian girl who or young woman who has an incredibly kind of open heart and um, excited to see the world and um, her struggle as the film as the film continues is is somehow holding on to that holding on to that the beauty that's inside her yeah it's quite remarkable i was i was really impressed at uh, how the shots of berlin looks like melbourne <laughs> In lots of ways. Oh, really? Yeah, I did think so. Except, well, of course, the grand. The always remind me of each other. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I haven't actually They're both been to kind Berlin. Of ugly cities. Yeah. And kind of, when you get inside them, you see, um, you just see all the, the great, the great stuff, and the they're both kind of gritty, um, and whereas Sydney's really showy, Melbourne, you have to get inside and find all the great secrets. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought was, I, I was really interested in that. The uh, you're obviously got some uh, connection with Germany in a sense because uh, Lore was a, co- a, a production, a co-production. Yeah, I love living there, and I find I love the idea of being in a city like Berlin that's not showy, that sort of um, you have to find the great stuff in Berlin. And it's just so full of, as we all know, just all the layers, the layers and layers and layers on, on, upon each other. So it's a, a great canvas to shoot on, but it's also a really great place to live. If we look and at my it... husband's family at, um, uh, were German Jews, so he's still on a German passport. Ah, that's interesting in itself. Uh, tell me... Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. That's right. On screen.
the sister program on 3CR to Showreel. Showreel is uh, our focus on Australian film industry. And as I said earlier, uh, as we interrupt our little chat with uh, Kate Shortland, whose latest film, The Berlin Syndrome, is showing at the moment at the Nova, uh, if you're interested in going to dressing up, going to the Sovatel tomorrow night at 5pm for pre-ceremony drinks and 6pm presentation ceremony, the uh, Australian Directors Guild Awards for 2017 brush his shoulders with some of Australia's best directors. Then give us a call on 94198377. Now we're going to continue on with uh, our chat with Kate Shortland just for a little while. Uh, as I said, the, the Berlin Syndrome is on at the moment at the Nova and uh, it's highly recommended. Just to be practical, how long did it uh, take to develop the script and in comparison to, say, the shooting and the editing? I think the script was four or five years all up, and that, that's not all the time. It's sort of stopping and starting. And I think uh, the shoot was five and a half weeks, and then editing would have been 12 weeks. Wow, you're pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's all that thinking. You actually had already thought it through before you actually accomplished the deed. Yeah, and it was a relatively low budget and we had to shoot in two countries. So we shot half the film in Berlin and half the film in Melbourne. So um, that in itself um, was expensive. Yeah. Uh, did uh, what was the experience of having it open at Sundance? It was really interesting because it was the day of Trump's inauguration when oh. we screened the film. Goodness. Yeah, that's bad so timing. The audience, the audience was really emotional and emotionally worn out yeah. by everything that had been happening around them. And every time you got into an Uber or when you were staying in a foyer in the cinema, um, the discussion was around Trump. Um, people were kind of emotionally exhausted. So it was really interesting screening the film. I think people, in a way, wanted to escape, want to escape. So going into cinemas was um, a good thing for them. I was quite worried actually screening on that day, but it ended up being really, really great. So what did people say? Uh, I was worried about the violence and I was worried because yeah. they were actually, um, you know, we all know what Trump had said and, and the reaction of the American people to that. Um, it was interesting. Um, during the Q&A, um, audience members turned on each other. Ooh. And I, I had never seen that before, and I could see that they were just so emotionally frayed. Um, one man said, you, you apologise to the filmmaker, to another man. Um, I could, he said, what are you going to think of all of us? Oh. And I, I could see that what he was actually saying was, what are you going to think of us as Americans? Ooh. What did and the I, first I, guy I wanted, say? I wanted to say, we have our own... <laughs> problems. <laughs> we have our own people like Paul Enhatson over here. So, um, you know, every country has them. 
doesn't define a nation. So, so what did the first fellow say that he thought he needed to apologise for about the film? I, I can't remember. The film stopped. Oh. It, it stopped 15 minutes before the end because there was a... A problem. There was a problem in the cinema, yeah. And that created... The audience got really upset about that. Not, not at me, but no. at the festival and at each other. Oh, that's fascinating. But, um, mm. yeah, yeah. So I just saw... I, they were really generous to us. They were really... Um, yeah. People have spoken to me... Women have told me stories, actually, since I've made the film. And it's, it's been the opposite of what I imagined. I imagine people, women might get angry or they might get um, kind of insulted. Or, but actually, women have spoken to me um, about stuff that's happened in their lives. Yeah, well, and they... a few women have to- told me stories. And I just, I think they're shocked, you know. Yeah, One when... woman told me she worked at the United Nations. She was this high-powered woman at the United Nations, and she was physically assaulted twice. Mm. And you just, you know, you just... That's the stories people have told me since I've made the film. It's been quite amazing. Well, that's, I guess, why I, I actually felt the same way. I thought that uh, this was a very interesting, good step towards really understanding what this kind of abuse is really about. It's about control. I mean... It's about, we all know they say that, but when you actually go into it for a long time, like I did for years, just thinking about the, what the relationship was, I mean, he is so fearful, the Andy character, and he basically wants to recreate a life. He wants to recreate a perfect relationship in that apartment, and she's like a Barbie doll. So, um, and, you and, know... when, and when she shows her flaws or she's starts to talk about her family and things like that, it doesn't fit into his um, paper cutout. And that's when he gets really scary. Well, you see, that's when the thing. When she starts to be human, yeah. <laughs> when she starts to be human, he, um, he, he, can't, he can't deal with it. And Max said a beautiful thing. He said that's when he realised, the character Andy realises how lonely he is because she shows him this humanity. I was just going to say, because, you know, that uh, thing about uh, a, a person who holds on to an abusive relationship thinks that they're special, but actually what comes out in this film, which is so beautifully well done, is that it doesn't matter who you are. You could be anybody. And it's a good thing yeah, to point out. you could out. be anybody. Yeah, yeah. And you've got I a life to the... live. Yeah, yeah. I watched a video, actually, this terrifying video um, with uh, doctors and they interviewed men in prison who had a history of assault against women and they asked and the women were walking through the underground train um, uh, corridors and they just asked these men to pick out pick out the women that they would attack and it was just so killing because they had these completely um, banal reasons for the reason that they would pick somebody. Um, yeah. And you realise, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, it's pretty dreadful. But I also think that the film, I, I think the film, um, I don't think it can be about making us as women victims. I think no. it also has to be about um, 
creating dialogue and um, and just even young girls looking at their own relationships and looking at where they're controlled and um, and thinking is this right is this right that I'm controlled and just um, trying to trying to be more free. Yeah. I think so too. And that's why I congratulate you on your film. I, I think it's a really good film. I think you've done a really good job. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I, I wait with bated breath for the next one. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm Tommy Murphy, screenwriter for Holding the Man. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio. And uh, we're coming to the end of uh, Showreel, uh, our look at Australian film. And we've just been having a chat with uh, Kate Shortland, her latest film, The Berlin Syndrome, which is showing now at the Nova. Uh, I've been offering you double passes to the uh, A Australian Directors Guild Awards Ceremony, which is going to be held tomorrow at the Sovatel. If you're interested, give us a call, 94198377, 5 o'clock for drinks and then uh, 6 o'clock for the ceremony. It's for uh, the awards, a peer-decided uh, awards for uh, Australian directors across all mediums within the uh, moving image uh, world uh, within Australia film industry. Uh, Interesting, interesting night. Uh, some interesting people will be there. Uh, also, I wanted to tell you about something that's coming up at ACME, which is uh, being put together by ACME and Film Victoria. They've uh, putting on some workshops with uh, the uh, the people who made Wallace and Gromit. They're going to be in town. The Adman animation a masterclass it's going to be on the 29th of june uh, 6 30 to 8 30 p.m it's going to cost uh, full price uh, 50 dollars concession 38 dollars and members 32 and the reason why i'm bringing it up now is that if you're an animator out there you'd really want to have your name on that door so uh go on get online and put your name down coming up next is uh published or not so uh, I should be uh, getting out of here and uh, I'm going to play a song called Temptation from the Waits so that uh, your next dose of 3CR Arts can get themselves prepared. Temptation, temptation, flee from me devil, flee. Forty days and nights in the wilderness, Jesus hung it there. And the devil said, Make these stones be bread if you are who you say you are. And Jesus said, Get behind. Me, Satan, was written long ago. Man shall live by the word of God, not by bread 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.